Hello, everyone. Welcome back. We are joining again the XR Today podcast. Uh, my name is Damon Kiritan, Senior Journalist for XR Today. And we're always bringing you the latest and greatest from the VR, AR, and XR industries. Today, we'd like to speak to Raghu Bathina. He is the CEO of Playing Games and Conquest VR. So it's a pleasure to have you on today. Uh, welcome aboard. Thank you, Damon. Happy to be here. Okay. So we'll have a very interesting conversation about uh, a use case for virtual reality, and it's your creation, um, playing pickleball. So, can you please tell us a little bit about pickleball, what it is, and how people play it? Sure, sure. So, pickleball is a fast-growing. In fact, it's the fastest-growing sport in in America, um, and it's basically a mashup between table tennis and tennis. Um, and it's basically pet played on a court the size of a badminton court. And you use paddles, much like this one, which are, uh, you know, really large. So you, it's, it's uh, uh, difficult to miss the ball. Um, and uh, the ball is like a wiffle ball. Um, and it's very simple to play. Uh, the scoring goes up to 11, just like in table tennis. And um, it's, it's really the rage in the U.S. And I think it's going to grow globally as well. Um, and partly the attraction is because it's, it's so easy to pick up. And, um, and you can play it even if you're not like super physically fit. Um, and, and so it's very, it's, it's very popular among seniors and even younger people are, are getting into it. Yeah, it seems like it's a very interesting sport. And I think that a lot of people will be able to benefit from this quite a bit. I mean, I've always been a fan of things like table tennis and foosball and things like that. So it's quite interesting to see how this is done in virtual reality. So we'll start with the first thing. So after creating this, now, what was your ethos actually for creating this game? And uh, what was the call to action for a lot of the people who use it? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the, you know, the logic um, behind creating it was this, this trend and the popularity of the game in real life. Um, and, and, and really the, the, the excitement or what we see around the game, having launched it now with our users, is that uh, pickleball is the kind of game where you just can't get enough of it. It's like almost an addiction. People are playing it all the time. Um, but for the time when you can't get to the court or the weather is, it's, too, it's winter here, it's too cold to play outside. Um, our, our game is where people come uh, to play multiplayer with each other. Um, and, um, and that's where we've seen a lot of uptake and a lot of, a lot of excitement, really. So, um, and actually, it's, it's, you know, uh, it's actually going to probably help them improve their real game just because, you know, it's the muscle memory that you build up. And we know VR has the power to do this. We're still at the early days with this game. But over time, I think you'll see people benefiting uh, not only from just having a, a nice social experience, but also from a fitness and training perspective. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, one of the brilliant things about virtual reality is that a lot of people can stay active within the comfort of their own home. So it's kind of putting the gyms out of business, as we can say, but in a great yeah. way. And um, there have been titles like Lightboxer, uh, Beat Saber, things of that nature, which keep people fit and active. Um, so yeah. Um, so you, for example, you have to select professionals in your workforce to develop this kind of game content. Like how did you choose the team that helped to develop this title? And what skills did they bring to the company? 
Yeah, yeah, you're right. Each each experience we do in XR, whether it's augmented reality, virtual reality, is different, and and not always can you use the same team. Here, I think there was a focus, uh, uh, heavily focus on physics, um, and uh, you know game dynamics because um, uh, one thing that I, I I like to mention is when you're doing a sports game like pickleball. Um, there's a reference point for the users, um, as opposed to if I'm doing uh, an alien shooter game where I'm using, you know, laser guns. Um, there's not much of a reference point, so people won't criticize me and say, "Oh, my laser gun didn't, you know, behaves differently in real life." Um, where, where in a sports game, people can be very critical uh, about the physics and the spin and and you know the feel and everything. So. So that was one of the things we spent a lot of time on, um, you know, developing that talent, you know, and finding that kind of talent to get the physics right. And we continue to tune, you know, uh, and make it better. Uh, games like Eleven Table Tennis, which is fantastic, you know, it, it didn't happen overnight. There was, a, there was it took some time. There's an evolution in how those games got better, and 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 they're so excellent now. Um, so so one is hiring, uh, getting the right kind of Unity developers who understand. Physics, game physics, uh, racket physics specifically was was one thing. Um, the other aspect, of course, is the uh, art uh, part of it, where you have the right kind of people to create these environments, to create all the different assets that you need um, to make the environment realistic, the nets, the paddles, and and you know, uh, and make it enjoyable. Um, and then uh, the third area is on the audio side, um, is to make it realistic give you that ultra realistic feel, everything from the environment sounds to the sound of the ball hitting the net, um, you know, to the crowd, everything makes for a, a, a more exciting experience. So, so those are three. And of course, the, I, I think the unsung heroes in a lot of this is, is the testing team that goes through and finds, you know, all the different issues and, and, and make sure the quality is up to par. Yes. And it's very interesting. Like, assembling these teams to kind of make sure that it's a prime experience especially for sports games it's very important because sports games are not necessarily a niche um kind of you know gaming title like there are a lot of different kinds of sports games out but to make them authentic playable and enjoyable you know combining all three of those really makes for a very you know skilled team skilled and talented team to actually like put it all together so yeah uh, commend you on that and experimenting with the game a bit you can see also a bit of a social element element to it can you tell us a little bit about that yes that's actually a, a very good uh, observation um uh i i, I think uh, in real life the reason pickleball has become so popular is the is the social aspect of the game um it's not as uh competitive as tennis um, there's not that much running, you know, and, 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 and a big part is the proximity to the users. Most of pickleball is played at the net. Uh, and they have something in pickleball called a non-volley zone, which is seven feet from the net, where you cannot hit volleys inside that zone. So you're not doing like really aggressive shots in this game as you wouldn't like in tennis. Um, and so in, at, in that non-volley zone area, you're 14 feet from your opponent and about, you know, five to 10 feet from your partner. It's like, you're, you're actually pretty close together. And that kind of creates kind of a social 
interaction, which is very different from other sports. Um, and I think replicating that in our game has really benefited uh, quite a bit. Uh, and, and, and I think the reason people keep coming back and play matches every day in the morning and evenings is because they enjoy that social aspect, you know, chatting with each other. And also we've created a spectator mode where you can watch matches and cheer your friends on uh, and then, you know, switch in and somebody else spectates, which is, which is like real life. That's exactly what happens in real life when you're playing pickleball. It's almost like the, um, you know, the, the Wimbledon, you know, games or anything like a major tournament or match that you could create, at, you know, on the fly to watch your yeah. friends compete. So, yeah, 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 it's great. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very interesting concept. Um, I wanted to ask maybe this question about it. Um, so we see games like Play and Pickleball. We see other games like Lightboxer, a lot of people getting into the physical aspects of virtual reality. Um, how do you see these sports apps evolving in the future? And do you think that you see them maybe as an efficient way to train athletes as well as just overall aficionados? Um, yeah, I think, I think we're heading that way. Um, and, and I say that because, um, you know, us, I would say veterans now in the, in the VR space, we've seen how the headsets have evolved, how, how the visuals continue to get better, how the tracking continues to improve, right? I think we can all imagine in a couple of years, these headsets becoming a lot lighter, a lot sleeker. Um, and, and, you know, with a, a big emphasis like that Meta is doing on mixed reality, um, where uh, they call it, I think, meta reality, you know, using their pass through cameras, where it's not only training and practicing in VR, but you can actually train and practice in real environments, um, you know, against virtual, you can actually have a virtual practice in your living room, for example, you know, um, and uh, I, I think definitely for, um, you know, I, I actually play pickleball. Uh, in fact, I played today. Um, and, and one of the one of the big things in pickleball is how quick you are and how fast you react. And, you know, that hand eye, especially because everything happens at the net, that hand eye coordination, um, those are skills you can easily build in VR. Right. Um, and if you build it, it using a pickleball game, uh, I believe that knowledge and experience is very transferable uh, to the real world. So. The long-winded answer, but yes, I, I, I do think it can uh, benefit uh, athletes, people who are who are serious about uh, the game, or even amateurs who who are you know playing it on a you know weekly basis. Yeah, it's a great way to kind of say, oh yeah, I'll take 15, 20 minutes to train, get my heart rate up, stay in shape, stay fit, and you know also to meet like-minded people on the on the pitch. So I think it's a really good chance for people to do that. Now, um, yeah. for you, do you see yourself maybe branching out into other kinds of titles to kind of help people with their physical fitness needs? Yes, yes, yes. I mean, the, the, the concept of playing games is to come up with more games. Um, I am not at liberty to talk about the next game uh, that'll come out, but, but definitely for uh, this year, um, I think it's going to be very heavily centered around pickleball um, and, and making the game better, more accessible. Uh, we're just launching our first tournament um, and, you know, uh, we want to make, we're, we're getting a lot of feedback from users um, 
they want more multiplayer kind of capabilities, easier to set up matches, uh, bring in some concepts from the real world, which are really fun and social into uh, the virtual world. And I think this is going to take us uh, a good part of uh, 23 to do this. Uh, also bringing in some, as you mentioned, exercises and, and there's this concept of mini games where you may not be playing the game of pickleball, but you could be doing pickleball exercises and drills, um, which, which help improve the game. Um, but yes, we do have, um, yeah, th there's a slate of games that we have planned for. Unfortunately, I can't talk about them right now. Um, but, but part of the concept is that, you know, it'll have, they'll have very similar, um, menu systems, very similar onboarding systems, friend systems, and so on and so forth. So if you play pickleball, it'll be very easy for you to move to XYZ game, you know, tomorrow when it comes out. Um. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, when I think about like some of the games that are coming out, you know, they're a constant development. They're a constant um, improvement from the previous titles. So it's amazing what we'll be able to see in the future, what they'll be able to do with pass through, hand and eye tracking, and so on. So yeah, I commend you definitely for that. Now, <clears throat> moving into the idea of, you know, virtual reality for the enterprise. Now, do you see how companies or maybe enterprises could potentially benefit from these types of games? And if so, how so? Yes, yes, I, I definitely do. You know, uh, enterprises, uh, I think, are experimenting with things like uh, Horizon Workrooms, uh, which uh, Meta put out as a way to do meetings inside an immersive space. In fact, we use it for our weekly meetings. Um, and and that's an interesting use case. Um, um, I think another way that enterprises can get their teams to meet each other, especially with remote working and distributed workforces, is through games like pickleball, which is very becoming very popular in real life. Um, I mean, you can actually do something which was not possible before, which is you could host uh, a corporate-wide virtual pickleball tournament. Um, you know, where, you know, people from different regions, whether it's in the UK or in, you know, China or India or the US or South America, or even within a country in different cities can actually um, get to interact with their um, colleagues in a very nice, social, fun way. And I think that breaks barriers, that improves communication between teams. It can be used for team building. I know so many people in companies who have teams that are distributed. They're not, they're not in the same office. Um, you know, how do you break the ice with, with people? You know, it's difficult to do it over a Zoom call. Um, I'd say even over Horizon Workrooms, it's interesting. But, but I think if you're playing a game, especially a social game, that could be a, a great way to uh, for corporates to uh, build camaraderie and um, uh, have team building type exercises. Absolutely. And, you know, it's kind of a great way to do it, especially across big expanses of companies and teams where you have maybe like an Asia Pacific group. Yeah. People in Europe, people in North America can all meet together at the same time, you know, just to play pickleball yeah. <laughs> and you'll see that happening. Yeah. 
It's a real use case. We have people in Europe, uh, New Zealand, in the US, and they can meet uh, on the court and have a doubles match. And it actually works. It's pretty amazing where, where the technology is nowadays. Um, and, and what's interesting is um, you can actually uh, come up with a way so that you can make it so that you can have a company only tournament. So you're not playing random people. It'll only be people in your company who are in the, in the tournament and can play each other. Um, which is, I, th I think, very powerful. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, maybe I have to uh, take our team on to do that one day. We'll have to give it a go. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, anything else that you'd like to add? Maybe something you'd like to discuss about uh, the direction of virtual reality and especially maybe even with the new headsets that you see, like the Quest Pro, the HTC Vive Elite, um, Elite XR, and maybe even the Pico 4 Interactive Enterprise Edition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 really good news. Uh, I tried the Pico Four recently. The weight, the distribution, weight distribution, everything. It's such a it's such a pleasure. Um, uh, and, and more and more is coming out about uh, you know the Quest Three and and what features it's taking from the Quest Pro. Um, I, I think uh, it'll be interesting to see this transition from VR to AR. And and looks like mixed reality is going to be the stepping stone to get us there uh, with these cameras and um, and what kind of uh, interesting experiences we can we can build um, to and I, I kind of like the way it's going in the sense that um, from a, a development perspective we don't have to just make a massive leap over to AR like all of a sudden um, it's kind of like you can offer a VR MR product, you know? So like with our, with our game, for example, um, you will have VR experiences, like you're playing the game, you're, you're doing doubles, and then you can do MR for training and fitness where you're in your room and, and you, you, you want to move a little bit more. See, one of the limitations of virtual reality and fitness specifically is you can't really run, um, you know, as you know, it's very dangerous to run with a VR headset on. Um, so what can you do? You can squat, you can jump, possibly you can, um, you know, swing your arms, you can do some rotation. Um, but when you bring in mixed reality, you can actually do some level of movement beyond, you know, you're not going to run like 50 yards, but you can definitely move, you know, five, six feet this way, five, six feet that way without hurting yourself. Um, I, I think that's exciting. I think that's going to be an exciting development that we're going to see very in the near term, right, within the next year. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. uh, one day we'll have on our, you know, latest edition of the MetaQuest 6 or something, and we'll play, you know, mixed reality games in the same shared space. But, you know, running on an actual court using the same kind of tracking tools that they use for the hand. So I think that's quite interesting how that could develop. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, I mean, one one interesting use case, if you think about it, is um, you can like if you wanted to play a professional, um, if you if you faced a professional on a court, it's actually dangerous, right? Because how fast they can hit and how how they play in 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 this kind of environment, you could actually face them and really see, oh, my goodness, this is how fast the ball comes when they hit, you know, when they when they strike the ball and, and how, how would you respond to it? So there's some fun, fun applications that can come out of it. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, well, it was been, so it's been an excellent conversation. Thanks so much for your time today. And uh, once again, we've been speaking to 
Raghu Bathina. He is the CEO of Playing Games and Concourse VR. We've been speaking about Playing Pickleball, which is an amazing new title that he's got for his company that um, I guess people can go and check out for themselves uh, once it's on the, I think it's on the MetaQuest store. Is that correct? It's, it's actually on App Lab right now. Okay. Yeah, we can, we'll share the link. Uh, you can share it with your audience. Yeah. Okay. Brilliant. Thanks so much again for your time, and we do appreciate it. So once again, thank you. Thank you. Okay. Likewise. Likewise. So once again, my name is Devon Kiriton, senior journalist for XR Today, and we've been speaking about uh, VR gaming. And thanks so much for joining us. If you'd like to follow more of our stories, please join us at the XR News hashtag on Twitter and LinkedIn. Thanks so much for joining us today, guys, and have a wonderful time. Bye now.